Morning, boys. We've got an action-packed show this week. Really looking forward to it. Week five for Funky Bears and Face. Special mention to lots of new listeners this week. The uh, listeners are up, and uh, when we get both boys on the line, we'll go through it. Looking forward to today's episode. Today we've got, um, of course, Shit or Shine. We've got Baz's Bake, and we've got Tweet of the Week. Um, before I jump into it, how are you, Face? Hello, Funky. Good to uh, good to be here. Episode five, mate. Uh, a special Saturday morning edition, and uh, what a way to kick off the weekend by talking footy with my two brothers. What a great start to our loyal followers' weekend <laughs> by listening to us. So we'll also talk. Uh, we'll review the vintage rules that Brossett's and under. So looking forward to that. Have a special uh, talk out about uh, Charlie's fight as well. Baz, welcome to the line. How are you, mate? Hello, boys. Hello, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Vaz. Uh, you sound like you just woke up, buddy. Yeah, that is true. That is true. <laughs> hey, special sleeping. You're normally up at four and uh, racing around on kids' scooters and doing all yeah. sorts of stuff. Yeah. But um, good to have you in, boys. Um, this week, now, you know we're around about a 30, 30 people listen to us each week, loyal followers this yes. week. We have almost doubled it, 56 new listeners across all our episodes this week. Clearly, we're hitting uh, our target audience. People are logging in there, spreading the message, funky bass and face, double our listeners. Good work, boys. Ah, that's brilliant. And uh, either that or clearly, uh, Magazine Bryce, you have gone nuts and listened to us uh, 30 mm. times uh, this week. Yeah. But uh, no, that's, that's fantastic. No. And uh, clearly... <laughs> Boys, is it your Walkerville friends face? Yeah, that, that, that would be it, mate. Yeah, uh, good, good yeah. gag number one, Baz. Yeah, either everyone's listening to us twice, or we've got um, <laughs> a few new people. So it's really good. Some good feedback too. Uh, heading up to the Brossel last weekend, face that we did. What a weekend it was! It was a very good game. We'll probably go to that early, I reckon. Yeah. Um, good feedback, Bronnie Venning. Bronnie Venning has been a listener across all episodes. Get rid of the song, boys, which we've done. Stick to the nicknames, face, which yes. I think you're going to try and do today. I've on Don't for each other. Keep it short and sharp. Notice there's no none of that tinny sound that we have with that uh, song at the start. Got rid of that one. Try not to talk over each other. Keep the nickname. So good feedback there. Um, quite liked it. Um, vintage rules. What do you think about face? Uh, well, clearly we're now the holders of the uh, Lubkey McNeil Cup. Um, great game. Fantastic atmosphere at uh, Williamstown Oval. It was uh, we were very lucky with the weather. Absolutely uh, late yeah. late June. Uh, Saturday night, normally uh, that's brass monkey weather, but um, the uh, Brossa boys got up over Tanunda FC, 8-3 to 5-4. Um, some unbelievable contributions from um, uh, last year's uh, medal winner, Jamie Civic. Grant Coffey kicked uh, a bag of three. Corey Hodson, I think he rucked all game. I don't remember another ruckman. Oh, uh, Stephen Moyle, apologies. And... Um, the best on ground, Bix, you, you might want to go over because uh, he really impressed you. But the man from Queensland, I'll let you introduce. Yeah, Grant Edwards, he did a great job. Flew in from Queensland, so he got a few little bonus points before the game started. But he was <laughs> everywhere. Pretty fit. He does um, Ironman event. Good triathlete, so he's, he was fitter than everyone else, and he yeah. got a fair bit of footy. So I uh, thought he and Corey Hodson were very, very good. Yeah. Nah. Did a change of leadership. 
this year faced was the difference in the result. Tell us about that because you're yeah, involved. In well, things. clearly last year we were clearly lacking in, in uh, the leadership on field. And this year, Rick Lane made the big decision, let's get Adam Groverman in. And you could just see the lift in the boys straight away from the first. I think we kicked four in the first quarter. So it was a, a instant effect. Um by Baz not playing and dumped as captain, and we get a big win. It's just um, you can't read into it too much more than that, really. A legend of the club that's got to hurt him, Baz. When you saw the oh, result, hello. you must have been, even though it's your club, you must have been hurting that you weren't the instigator behind that big win. Well, I would have been hurting, but I was probably about 14 beers down at the uh, races, so <laughs> I probably didn't really know about the it. Non, but, uh, the non-responsible I, drinker of the trio. <laughs> that's right, yeah. Yes, and uh, yes, and struggling this morning, but um, all the kids out there don't drink uh, to excess. But I and had a as well. uh, very nice day at the races, thank you. But uh, no, it was a sensational time. I hear from all concerned, and um, Brizey Harris was in raptures about it. And to get the people back at the club um, is obviously a great thing. Hopefully, we can keep a few of those guys that have come back for the first time. We can get, you know, a a dozen of those to come back on a regular basis would be a big win for the club. Yeah, Funky, uh, what it actually reminded me of was the last time that uh, Baz missed a, a significant game for Bross District Bulldogs. It was actually not vintage rules, but a normal game. Um, he actually missed it for the look of the year contest and uh, his uh, brief modelling um, exploits. And uh, Bross weren't too good this time, but um, uh, that game, uh, Baz, I'm not sure whether you were captain that day either, but uh, you missed, you went, went and did your modelling. And then we got up and I think yes. I think we beat Freeling uh, first time in about, um, I don't know, first win in about 30 games. So okay. um, happy for you not to play next year and uh, we might go into Drills 3, Barossa again. Well, if anyone wants to see the modelling career of myself, <laughs> just happen uh, to look at the year forward slash Matthew Harris. It was a, a brilliant uh, walk that I did and I was cruelly cut down the prime of my career. Yeah, cruelly. My career. How were you cut down in the prime? What, what cut you down? Uh, well, I, was, I was actually... Looks. I wasn't chosen. They chose some 14-year-old kid in front of me. So. Yeah. Uh, funky other... Looks, other... looks and inability to string together a fluent sentence was probably the reasons. But yeah. um, we do have some photos <laughs> that we can post, which I'm sure we would like to do. Um, back to the vintage rules. Just yeah. last couple of things. Uh, Charlie's fight. Awesome effort by Dan Eggleton and the team. Uh, I recommend for any of our listeners, go to the Charlie's Fight's Got a GoFundMe page. Uh, they had an event at the Greenock Hotel at uh, last Wednesday, it was, to raise some money. They've um, just started up. They've raised over $5,000 already, and Dan's uh, steering up for his bike ride Adelaide to the Gold Coast. So awesome, um, the fact that he's doing all that work for a really good cause and uh, hope it all goes well. Yeah, obviously close to his heart, uh, Funky, with his uh, five-year-old niece with Noonan syndrome. Um, uh, you know, it's, it sounds like a tough time for their family and for him to do what he's doing. We saw uh, Dan running around with those knee braces on Saturday. Let, let out well, beautifully too, actually, from full forward and kicked a nice yeah. goal. Um, so he, he deserved that. We, uh, we allowed him to get that one goal. But, um, no, nah, he's yeah. doing a terrific... Terrific job for his family and uh, good on him and um, all the best for Charlie. Were you a bit disappointed, boys, in that there wasn't many number numbers there? Does that affect anything at all? Or oh, I think that, I uh... think the Saturday night might have hurt, but um, look, it wasn't too bad. Probably one of the highlights, actually, Baz, was seeing Civic against Civic, uh, Brosser versus Tunga. That was good, actually. Um, so 
Adrian absolutely lined Greg up on the boundary line, and uh, you could hear the smack uh, just from bruised ribs uh, from the it's other the side first of the ground. Hip and shoulder Adrian has ever laid in his <laughs> um, semi illustrious career, and it was against his brother. Yeah. Yeah, we're just surprised. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, funky, other uh, really good highlights, obviously, seeing Chris Pyman back in the middle on Winnipeg Over was great. Yeah. Uh, David M's down back. I think he's the only vintage rules player that gave himself stats after the game and uh, made it quite Correct. public. Um, yeah. David Smith, talked about disposal efficiency as well. Yeah, so clearly he was uh, counting them as he went. Um, David Smith, the big moose, um, that hamstring curse just didn't leave him uh, mm. within the first quarter. Ping, off it went. Um, did anyone take a running bounce or anything, Face, that I recall? You know, down I, on the outer wing? I think Funky might have done a running yeah, bounce, Yeah, I, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. running bounce. Um, I found my 40-metre kicks after 20 years were 30, and um, clearly they're a lot higher yeah, than what they were Yeah, 10 metres higher. Put you under a massive hospital pass, but um, yeah. enough about us. That's um, It was a great game. Let's get stuck into it. Boys, um, shit or shine... I'm going to start with my first shit. It's the people that just get on the bandwagon when a team goes poorly. We can talk about, uh, you know, the Crows being a good example of this too. The, but I want to talk about the Socceroos. So if the Socceroos won a couple of days ago that they played, they would have been in the last 16 in the world, which would have been an unbelievable achievement. And people would have jumped up and said they're the greatest Socceroos team <laughs> to ever play the game. They lost. So people are jumping up and down saying we should forget about the World Cup. They're a horrendous team. Everyone's got it wrong. So I've got a, a massive shit to the reaction for them actually losing, not getting in the uh, top 16. And I think people really need to think about the same people that would criticise and cut a team down are the same people would jump up and down and say they're the greatest team ever. So for me, the reaction to Socceroos not getting in the final 16 is a massive shit, but I'm keen to hear your views. Well, that's that's sport, boys. That's that's the beauty of sport is that you're going to have different opinions, and uh, people are going to either look at the glass half empty or the glass half full. And I, I, I really think it's probably a little bit of both. I, I think it's massively disappointing not to score a goal in open play. We had so much possession, mm-hmm. and to not <clears throat> be able to finish our work was disappointing. But obviously, it was a good effort to be there as well. So I'm probably a bit on the fence on that one. Good to be in the top 32 in the world, but we did have an easier qualification than some of the other. Countries, you know, obviously Italy uh, weren't there, uh, USA weren't there, Holland wasn't there. So there's some massive countries that didn't even make it, which is a good effort to be there. But once you get in there, it's, it would be nice to be a little bit more, um, I think we're probably a bit too defensive. But uh, uh, yeah, obviously it was a great effort to be there. So I'm probably sit on the fence on that one. Uh, I Look, I agree with you, Funky. I think uh, we, the Socceroos, were beaten by the seventh. Um, and 11th in the world, and Drew with 12th. And at the start of the competition, we were ranked 36. Good stats, so, face. Good research, by uh, the way. I've done some research. I had no research on that. I had nothing. Um, but, um... And the fact that we just qualified, Baz, you're right. It was easier qualification, but we just scraped through. So, uh, look, I really enjoyed watching them play. Um, I thought they really dominated periods of play, but just couldn't put it in the back of the net, uh, which is clearly the um, part of the game that you need to do. Um, so that was you know, obviously really disappointing. Um, but what I'm actually, there was a, a comment from Titus uh, Riley during the week on, on Twitter at uh, Funky Bear's face. He said, The Socceroos performance at the World Cup is the strongest argument he's heard yet for increasing immigration. I thought that was probably appropriate um, that we need a few more quality <laughs> players. Um, but yeah. probably the big question out of the Socceroos is, um, How did you go watching Baz after your 
Gaz's bake of uh, not watching Crows but putting Socceroos before them. Did you stay up for the entire games? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's over. Uh, Funky, over to you, mate. Yeah. Next one, um, North (laughs) Melbourne. North Melbourne failed to attract the gun players and they're talking that the last gun was Nick Dow Santo and I'll say that he's at the end of his career, not a gun player anyway, but why are they going public with trying to get all these players that they've gone public with Dusty Martin, $7 million over five years or whatever it was. Kelly from Greater Western Sydney. So now we're going to say we're going to pay Jordan Dugui, Dugui or however his name is pronounced, $5 million over five years. Clearly he's not really worth that amount. Lee Matthews has come out and said he's not in the top 50. If you're following North Melbourne and every player that you're trying to attack, attract goes, the club goes public with and gets knocked back, surely you're going to question if you're, if anyone wants to play for your club at all. <laughs> well, have you heard that uh, LeBron James is not signed with uh, Cleveland? He's, he's the big rumour to be coming to North Melbourne. <laughs> Breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> Breaking news. That, that is, you really haven't slept much, have you? Um, um, shouldn't, shouldn't North Melbourne, should, like, I'm happy with them to go with their deals. I think that's, I'm putting that in the, in the shine. And I think that's a legitimate reason to get, get a gun player. Although I think, you know, they probably could get like three players for that, for that one gun. But why get it out in the public so their fans just put heaps more misery on their fans that no one wants to play with us? I think eventually they'll land one, um, but uh, they they've, haven't got a, track, a great track record so far. Um, I- interestingly, I wonder if Dugowie was never going to be there and they've actually got another one up their sleeve that they're targeting, like, like a little uh, outside runner from West Coast and Andrew Gaff. I wonder whether he's the target that they're going to go for. Um, but uh, Kangaroos, what's really appealing, you know, part they're playing well. I think their coach is quite well respected, even though he looks like he's a loose cannon at times. Um, but playing in front of twelve to 15,000 fans, um, it doesn't really appeal to you. Down in Tasmania? Mm, not great. No. Done? So we're done with that. Yeah. Bazza, Bazza's bike. What do you got? What do you got this week? Well, boys, this, this hurts me. It pains me to give this Baz's bait, right? And I'm not going to bait myself, although I probably should bait myself this morning. But uh, I'm actually going to bait my wonderful football club, which has given me so much, uh, so much joy. I was, wait- I was waiting for this face. It was only a matter of time. Yep. And I, I really, really wasn't happy with the, uh, with the um, what did they do? Press, last press, week? press conference. Yes. The press conference last week. I'm not happy, boys. In sales... And for those of you who don't know, I sell air conditioning. If you need any air con, just let me know. But in sales, uh, if people raise objections, it gives you a chance to put your side of the story over, to change their mind, to come up with a clear, concise <laughs> argument on why that you, the way that you have done things is the correct way. Now, I'm sorry, Brett Burton, but you did not do that, okay? He seemed confused. He seemed agitated. He did not – he's very defensive as well, Okay. People all over Australia have absolutely bagged his performance out there, and it was a really a chance to put the, the all the innuendo, all the bagging that we've had against our wonderful club to bed. But all it did is just make it fester even more, and they didn't answer any questions. So 
I, I really, they said at the start a couple of years ago, Fagan said you've got to get the best people in the right seats. And I'm sorry, Brett Byrne, but I don't think that you are in the right seat. I don't think that he should be the head of football for the Adelaide Football Club. Ooh, bang. That's a fair smack between the eyes. What do you got about that face? Uh, well, clearly, I, I uh, sadly agree with uh, Baz. Um, the, the effect on media of, of Burton and, and his performance in that press conference was just uh, really been quite hard-hitting. Um, you could cl- clearly see Don was also quite agitated at some of the um, responses. Um, so... Clearly needed more clarity in the, in that press conference, and um, yeah, dis- disappointing that it left more questions than um, answers that we needed at this time of the year. There's been much talked about this week, hasn't it? And um, as you both know, I bumped into my good mate, good mate, <laughs> Birdman, Adelaide Airport on uh, Thursday night, I think it was, and we could have done our podcast there. It would have been a great scoop for Funky Baz and Face, but yeah. I and think uh, another thirty I'll, listeners. I'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our Avon 30 would have been absolutely riveted. If I saw him, then my bait might have changed. I would have said Bernie <laughs> yeah, yeah. given a promotion. Yeah. But I, I would ask, why are people leaving? Like, it, the rumours don't go away about McGovern. You know, why, why is this happening? It's just incredible how many players we've had leave. We could build a side, a good side, and I might actually read that out next week, uh, of people that have left the club. Like, it's... It's just not, it's not kosher, boys, and I need an answer to it. Okay, Baz, so next week I want your, um, the Crows, the Crows team that are no longer a Crow. Let's, yep. let's bring that out next week. We've got you on notice for that one. Here's my call on um, the Birdman and uh, the Crows. I think, and uh, I actually sent a tweet to Treaders, which I never, never, ever do, <laughs> but... The, the Crows, to me, have the, been the best-performing team. They haven't won a premiership in the, in the two years before this year. They were the most exciting team to watch. They got people to the game. Everyone's excited about it. Everyone was talking about their game. Everyone was trying to copy their game. And they're the most watchable team in the comp. And I reckon that brings excitement, brings membership. I love that about the game without actually getting the final result. And I know that's what it's about. But no one in that football club has forgotten how to do their job. And I think people just need to have had a dream run with injuries for a couple of years. And they're the same people behind the footy club who's created that dream run. They've had a bad run this year. Uh, no one's forgotten that the people who have set up an outstanding result getting to the grand final. No one expected them to get to the grand final last year. No one's forgotten how to do their job, and I think they've got, still got some good people, have some faith in them, and I think it'll turn around. Yeah, I disagree with that. Like with the, the hamstring injuries, obviously, then they stopped their, that they admitted that they stopped their failed. Mm. Yeah, I, I disagree. I think people have forgotten how to do their jobs. Like the, the fitness program is, is obviously a debacle in, in what they've done to have that many hamstring injuries. Poor old Gibson from uh, North Midlands come here and pinged it off the bone more like more than uh, David Smith. <laughs> like, it, like it, it is unbelievable how 
how our program has just dived down. And I, I think they have, so I disagree with you there, Punky. Well, it's going to be interesting to watch, isn't it? Um, I think the Birdman was very positive. He said, we'll win six out of the next nine when we're back on track. <laughs> and, um, I, I think it's going to be very good to see how we go. The boys are back. Rory Sloan's back. To me, he's the heart and soul of the club. He's got to sign. Lynch has just signed, so no one's talking about that. Everyone's talking about the bad stuff, but Lynch, everyone said we can't lose Lynch. Well, he's in. Um, hopefully, we'll see Sloan's signature in the next couple of weeks. Um, could well be back on track. So keep keep the faith in your team. That, that's what makes a good time so good as well, boys. Um, face. Oh, that's inspiring. Face. Yes, tweet mate. of the week. What do you, where are you, Baz? I'm here, buddy. Yeah, yep. all, all good. Uh, plenty <laughs> of contenders this week. Funky, sorry, mate, I thought you were a mid-sentence there, but all good. Um, yeah. <clears throat> few contenders this week. Uh, one from, actually from the World Cup. Um, we tweeted it on uh, Funky, Baz and Face uh, on the Twitter handle. was a group of Mexican friends actually attended the World Cup in Russia, but uh, one of their mates couldn't go, so they brought a life-size cardboard cutout of their friends who um, whose wife didn't let him go. I thought that was great to uh, yeah, bring their, bring their mate with him. Um, hey, uh, uh, Baz, does that sound like someone you know? Uh, no. Sorry, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> Funky, I know exactly where you're going with that. Yes, and, yes. Uh, due, due to legal reasons, we won't. Um... <laughs> yes. That um, sounds like face in uh, the main street of Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> we move on. Thanks for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, she, she will really appreciate that mention, Funky. Um, Titus yeah, O'Reilly. Uh, tweeted out, Lucy Zelich has to defend correctly pronouncing names. Meanwhile, Brian Taylor regularly calls players the wrong name. Um, here's one for you, uh, Baz. Uh, Sir Swamp Thing, he's the stats king on Twitter. He put out a tweet during the week about the most disposals after 100 BFL, AFL games. Now, there was an inaugural crow who was third on that list. Baz, could you name that crow? Randall Boat. Oh no, he, he was a. I think he was out outside the top ten, but the t- the top uh, he top six. So he had Tom Mitchell, which is Sydney Hawthorne, Greg Williams, this crow, which I'm still waiting for your answer. Mark Bearstow, Tom Rockliffe, and Adam Trelaw. And there was one inaugural crow. I'll give you the number ten, and it's not Miles Bohulke, uh, who was third on that list. Chris McDermott. Yeah. Uh, incredible that um, he obviously averaged 26, 27 possessions a game for his 100 games. That's incredible from from Bones with a face like Hanging Rock to um, to really uh, get on that stats list. But uh, that was an interesting tweet. Um, we've had – now, you might have heard about Rory's response to Chris Judd during the week. Um, Good response. Good Chris response. Judd. Judd basically called him a liar about the camp and he said, Juddy, as nice as it would be if we were married, I think the only people who can comment on whether I've become a better husband or son is my wife and parents. So Sloaney goes bang and hopefully follows up with a BOG performance today. I, I reckon Chris Judd is sort of like in that category, <coughs> like his wife talks in magazines about facing difficulties um, determining which throw rug to put over her bed. <laughs> and uh, Chris Judd's in the same sort of category, I reckon. Um, Actually, I, th- I think he's slipped well into the media. I think he, I think he's very, very good operator in the in the media. Actually, 
Mason Cox also tweeted during the week, uh, referring to when an umpire touched him in a recent game. He goes, at AFL, when you're ready, I'll shoot you my BSB and account number. I believe it's $1,500. So uh, very good from the big Cox um, (laughs) on that. Um, Paul Amy 375 he said uh, he was talking about the language of a football recruiter recently at a VFL game, and one of the scouts in the in the stadium um, referred to a young VFL defender as a caravan. Why you might ask? He said, because he has to be towed into the contest. I thought that was good and might be able to use that out at Barossa, uh, Baz. Yeah, um, nice. But the winner this week was uh, Wodge. And I can't really sp- say his Twitter handle, but at Matt Wod- Wodjik, I'll just say that. He said, if, if uh, Port Adelaide Football Club fans actually put their energy into attending games, rather than sitting on social media trolling um, Adelaide Football Club articles, they might get over 40,000 people once in a while. Hashtag karma oh. is coming. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's a, that's a wonderful one. <laughs> um, did you both see, I think, uh, I might have the countries incorrect here, so lack of research by me. I apologise. Yeah. yeah, poor there for you, some, There was a South Korean in the middle of a square in Russia, and I think a whole heap of Mexican fans were around him, and South Korea tipped out one of Mexico's Mexico's rivals. Yep, so it. they found this one South Korean fan and they cheered him and put him all up on their shoulders and just said he was a legend. I thought that was absolutely fantastic. I think you know the one I'm talking about, Face. I reckon you should Yeah, I've seen that. that. Yep, really, really fun. That'll be on uh, on Twitter later today. Very good. Uh, you just you got to hand it like the England supporters. I've seen a lot of them this <laughs> week. Uh they they support their team like no one else, don't they? I mean, obviously when they go bad, they're, they're pretty brilliant as well. But I tell you what, some of the scenes when they scored uh, during the week when they won the five one or six one was unbelievable. They uh, certainly know how to have a good time, those boys. And just the energy that they bring pre-contest as well, out in the pubs, yeah. out in the squares, it is it is brilliant. So uh, very very good. They do a great job. The Barmy Army. Uh, if you follow their tweets, some great stuff there as well boys challenge for us the local legends got to come back next week i reckon that's a massive feature of funky baz and face uh we saw a lot of local legends last week but we need to bring in the local legend to our podcast number six next week looking forward to that one um baz is going to bring in uh the crows team of the whatever it is, uh, who aren't playing with the Crows. <laughs> and no doubt, Face will follow up with Tweet of the Week as well. Uh, any last words, boys, before we enjoy the weekend? Well, obviously, uh, Adelaide West Coast uh, later this afternoon. I'm just really hoping for a good um, outcome here, lads. Uh, can't do another weekend of poor performance. Otherwise, um, my family might not know who I am anymore. So uh, let's hope for a good, a good outcome, good win. I, I think next week, boys, what's the chances, and this is just off the cuff here, can we do an in-studio uh, appearance for the three of us? Describe to me what that looks like. So we're all, <laughs> all together in the same spot. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. And, and for our avid listeners, how would that... I'm, um, not, I'm not sure that would impact them greatly, but... Um, <laughs> well, um, I've been pretty ordinary today, so I do apologise. I might get sacked by then anyway. Yeah, uh, Agree. Yep. Uh, it's been good, boys. And for our listeners, enjoy your weekend. Sit down, have a nice little uh, cup of coffee, enjoy breakfast with the family, listen to Funky Baz and Face, cracking start to your weekends. We'll uh, love to have everyone listening again next week. See you, boys. Thanks, Funk. Thanks, you, Baz. Boys.